the coming drop of Brown Foreman or the company that owns Jack Daniels. Let's take a look at this stock and I will show you why I believe this stock will drop 15% or uh, lose about $10 a share here in the coming periods because it has over leveraged itself by ballooning debt $2 billion over the last decade but never actually growing earnings to boot. Ready? Let's get to work. Hello, welcome to Rational Investing. My name is Cameron Stewart, CFA. We're going to take a deep dive this uh, today into Brown Foreman Company, the company that owns and manufactures Jack Daniels, along with a whole host of other uh, alcohol companies, uh, Woodford Reserve, Old Forester, let's see, Jack Daniels, which we covered, El Himidor, uh, let's see, Finlandia, uh, Forge Gin, uh, Glen Dronick and Ben Ria, one of my favorite scotches, uh, and there's lots of uh, distilleries that they own. Uh, and the stock has traded for a premium for a long, long time. And I think they've abused that privilege because they are family owned and controlled. Uh, so you have very little voting control for the public shares. But let's dive into the stock and let's figure out what's driving the underlying economics, how much cash money they make, and why the stock will fall here in the coming years. Okay, let's go through the Cash Flow Club. Now, I'm showing you the Cash Flow Club at cashflowinvestingpro.com. We have a number of analysts covering about 200 stocks, and we only look for pure cash flow money stocks, and we try to dig deep and find the companies that are going to turn big money for you as a member. This stock is not going to be one of them, but I think it's a great lesson in what's going on right now in the capital markets and why higher interest rates are really going to hurt earnings going forward. Now, I'm going to scroll through to show you quickly some of the data that we do put in there. We're grabbing financials, we're throwing in there, as well as our own fundamental analysis on the stock and the pure cash flow that it makes. And one thing I do want to show you is just the performance of this stock over the last 20, 40 years, excuse me, has been absolutely tremendous as they've been able to grow by acquiring brands. And that, has, that works. If, you, if you're trading in a high market multiple like 20 times, and you're buying brands at five or t eight, 10 times, you automatically get the market multiple expansion. That's the private equity model. These guys have done a phenomenal job over the last many, many years doing this. I think right now, given where we have been with the cheap debt, I will show you why the stock is due to fall. Okay, here you go. Here's a classic example of a company that has over leveraged themselves and failed to grow earnings as a result of that borrowing capacity. So this, this X line here is net debt to EBITDA. So that's total debt that they have divided by the EBITDA earnings before interest tax depreciation that they generate. And they were trading earlier in the decade when they had about a billion dollars of earnings of EBITDA and a billion dollars of debt, that's one times. Today, debt has doubled, so more than doubled, 2.3 times. So debt is 2.3 times higher than earnings. So earnings are roughly roughly the same, okay, a billion to maybe a billion, a billion two, okay, 20% move, fine. Over a decade, that's not much. But debt has more than doubled, going from a, from a billion to just shy of $3 billion over that period of time. And they have not been able to grow earnings with that money. So where did that money go? What are they doing? And how, more importantly, to buy that, down that debt, they're going to take free cash flow in the future periods to buy that debt, debt down. Now that interest rates have gone up, that means equity holders have less free cash flow and the stock is going to come down. Let's take a dive into the one pager. Before we dive into the one pager, let's review the five key attributes that we use in this channel to begin the fundamental analysis of a stock. Number one, revenue growth. You want to see a company that's growing top line revenue. Number two, earnings growth. We use EBITDA. 
that should be growing. Number three, strong free cash flow. Number four, low debt. Number five, a well-priced stock. A well-priced stock simply means a stock with a very conservative forecast. You believe it's going to beat the stock market. That's it. That's our definition. That, that allows you to begin your due diligence to do further fundamental work on the macroeconomic factors, management backgrounds and bios, digging into the accounting, the assets, liability, all that stuff comes after you've checked all five boxes as a starting point. But we summarize that for you here on these one pages. You can find them at my website, cashflowinvestingpro.com. Allah, this is not financial advice. Do your own due diligence. Cashflowinvestingpro.com right there. Got the one pager for Brown Froman, the people who own uh, uh, Jack Daniels. So here we go. Let's dive into these numbers. I'll show you why I think the stock is going to go down. All right, let's dive into the revenue for this company. So 2014, they had just shy of $3 billion of revenue. And that has grown weekly, but still positive over the decade. Last year, they booked $4.2 billion of revenue. That's an average growth rate over that 10-year period of time of 4%. Earnings. Earnings have been at $1 billion in 2014, have grown to $1.3 billion, with most of this growth coming in the last two years. Prior to that, they were flat for eight years, and they had a little COVID spike, and they've been able to maintain that. That might honestly just be price increase, price increase with low volume, excuse me, low, lower priced inventory because scotch and it has to be aged a long time. That could be sitting at a lower cost. Uh, so when you sell it, you have a higher margin. So that could be a temporary if it stabilizes. Anyways, they grew earnings at 3%, revenue at 4%. That checks the box, but it's weak single digit growth. If we look at debt, debt went from $1 billion to $3 billion. That's a 13% annual growth rate in debt which I covered very, very uh, earlier on, and that's very, very fast. Market cap. Market cap has grown at 5% annually, 19 million to 30, excuse me, 19 billion to $30 billion. Enterprise uh, value is roughly, roughly the same, 20, to, to 20 billion to 33 billion over this period of time. But what I wanna show you here is the actual, uh, the actual value metrics here. What's, 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 under, what's driving this are debt to EBITDA ratio went from one time, which is a conservatively forecast business, to 2.3 times, which is more than doubling that, that the debt level in this period of time with no actual earnings growth. The enterprise value to EBITDA went from 20 times to 25, almost as high as 30 times. So this company trades at a premium for a company that doesn't grow. Why? Because they're buying back shares. And I'll show you this, I'll zip to it here. The, in the uh, cash flow section, they're buying about 1% of their stock back every single year, and they're using the debt that they borrowed to go do that. And they're not using the debt to grow underlying earnings, which is a problem because if you can't borrow anymore or the cost of debt becomes too expensive, you can't buy these shares anymore. And the earnings growth per share earnings growth that the market loves to, to value stocks on is gonna fall. And when that does the, earn, the market multiple, the premium that people are paying because they think the growth per share is real is gonna fall. And this stock is gonna go from 25 times to about 18 or so times. And when I do that, if I look at next year's earnings, if I look at next year's earnings of, of $1.4 billion and I apply a 18 times market multiple to that, I get $48 a share. And $48 a share is a lot less than it's currently trading for. It's currently trading 
at 57 bucks. So that's a, that's a drop of about 15% and I w would wait for that collapse in price before you buy it. Um, if you got it at 18 times, I think then it's a much more realistic price to pay for company that honestly is gonna take a couple years to pay down the debt. That debt grew for about $2 billion, but let's see how much free cash flow they actually make. Free cash flow from operations. So we take a look at free cash flow from operations. You've got last couple years, it's basically been seven, eight, nine hundred million dollars of free cash flow with a drop to 600 million this last year. Puts it at basically zero. This is probably some inventory reinvestment. That's probably why it was down so much. But you've got a number, let's call it seven, eight hundred million here, you've got about 100 million of CapEx. Um, th so that leaves you about six to 700 million of free cash flow before debt service. But you have to pay down about $2 billion of debt they borrowed uh, that they're gonna have to pay down. That's gonna take them three to four years of, of using this free cash flow to buy that debt down. Now, this is what I would do, not necessarily what they would do. But that to me, is a hindrance on the free cash flow of the business and I would put some caution out there about buying the stock uh, today. But nevertheless, we put a forecast out there that we think the stock could be worth $71 a share on some conservative numbers. I've got a, a cash flow uh, per share value of cash flow here that does not include the pay down of debt. And I get an average return of 5%. So this, this return here is bond-like. You can buy a risk-free treasury bond for almost 4.5% right now. This equity return is 5 And this equity return stands behind a bunch of debt that's in front of it. So it's definitely something that I would hold off on. I don't think that the risk return profile is right here. If the stock did fall, it's got to fall, yeah, like 40 42 bucks to start getting anywhere near uh, a real IRR that's going to expected to beat the market. So I would watch for this stock to fall. I think it should fall if the market's pricing things appropriately. And when it does, then it's a time to take a look at this one. Uh, let's review the five key factors here. Number one, top line revenue growth. It's good. It's growing. Number two, earnings growth is growing fine. Number three, strong free cash flow. No, I don't think it's strong free cash flow. I think they have to buy down the debt. Number four, a low debt. Technically, debt is less than three times, so we'll check the box. And number five, well-priced. No, it is not well-priced. It has too much debt. The growth is too weak, and it's going to underperform in my estimates and in David's, the analyst expectations over the next uh, 10 years. So I think your capital is better invested elsewhere. Put this one aside, wait for it. If the stock collapses uh, because people freak out of their ability to buy back the debt down, then it's time to step in, but right now it holds off. If you like this kind of work, check out my website, cashflowinvestingpro.com. You can sign up for the email list and I'll give you a free one pager so you can check that out. If you join the Cashflow Club, our analysts cover about 200 different stocks where we hunt down for the pure cash money that they are producing to try to give you an idea of what you should be buying out there where you can have a fundamental understanding of what the stock does. You can see what the forecast is. Forecast might not be true. Nobody knows what the future is. But if you have a grounding of how we came up with the numbers, perhaps it's a better way that you're going to hold that stock for the 10, 20, 30 years you need to be holding an equity investment because you are a partner in a company. You are not simply buying some ticker on the screen. No, no, no. You, a, you are a partner and you should uh, act like a partner when you buy stock. So definitely check that out. I would also encourage you to take my course. 
I, where I teach you how to be an analyst. I'm a CFO by trade. That's what I do for my primary gig. This is a hobby of mine. And I wrote a course back in the pandemic where I teach people how to fundamentally analyze stocks. It's a quick kind of crash finance course, but it will give you a wonderful background or excuse me, foundation on how to look at stocks, how to calculate revenue, earnings, uh, how to calculate debt. You don't take the entire debt line. You are pulling specific line items on the debt to calculate debt. What these ratios mean, what is a free cash flow yield versus a market multiple, how to make a forecast to try and give you the, the understanding to build a focused portfolio that will work for you and compound your money over the next decade or more. So check out cashflowinvestingpro.com. My name is Cameron Stewart, CFA. Thank you very much for watching Rational Investing. This has been a review of Brown Froman, and I will uh, let me know what stocks you want to see down below. Throw a comment down below, hit the like button. Don't forget to subscribe. I greatly appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye.